Hey, it's Ginger and Lady. Let's talk. Hey, I'm Ginger. I loves me some random Disney trivia and any horror movies. On top of being a student of life, I'm also a mom of three and a partner of one. Hey, I'm Lady, and I love Starbucks. Oh, yes, I do. I also love the outdoors, camping, movies, and my family and friends. Outside of being a boss babe of my life, I am also a partner and mother. This podcast is from a female perspective, but random topics that affect our daily lives. You guys may find that the things we talk about are relatable, or you may just find us hilarious. However, we're not for kids. We love to make fun of ourselves while also sharing advice about life and relationships. Who knows if our advice is any good? However, we keep on following it anyways. We're two women who know how to laugh at life. And we hope that you enjoy our podcast and subscribe. So what's our topic today? Well, I think today is a good day to talk about um, teenagers. Ah, yes. The the teenage stage. I have... um, Sometimes I think she's uh, on the on the good side of a teenager, whatever that can be, and then other times she just fits the role of a teenager to a T, and I don't know what I'm doing. So then, but do any of us actually know what we're doing when we have kids? No, no. at any age, I don't think so. And even even if you've had one, because this is your oldest that right. you're referring to, when your others get to that stage, you're still probably going to have challenges. Oh yes, because everybody's individual right mm-hmm. everybody's unique and has their own issues it's just sometimes with females and, and and mothers especially if you're an empath like I can be I tend to pick up her issues and um, make them my own so uh, yeah I'm struggling with that a little bit right now I think I think it's normal you and I have talked about it of course I do think it's normal I know I don't have a girl, so I, I, you know, it's hard for me to 100% relate to that. Um, however, I just remember back, like, I think back to my relationship with my mom and how horrible I was. Yes. Yeah. I know. I was terrible, as a teenager. too. And I think that's it. I think we yeah. have to remind ourselves that, you know, a lot of what they're going through is a lot of what we went through as teenagers, too. In a different world, though, too. Like, sometimes I Very just, much so. That overwhelms me sometimes just thinking about it. Yeah, there's so much more stimulation for them nowadays. They have access to so much more information. And then society has changed, right? It's it's so, so different. Cell phones and computers online. Always always being on. Yeah. Always being worried about who's recording you, who's watching, and things like that. And that's why we all have uh, ADHD, you know? Like, that's why we all... um, there are other people who are actually diagnosed with ADHD and that's a separate thing. But sometimes I feel like I have aspects of ADHD just because we're always expected, like I said, to uh, stay on top of every single thing, not only my own things, but my kids' things, my husband's things. So sometimes I think, how is that even possible? I would agree with that. (laughs) I would definitely agree with that. I mean, my son is diagnosed ADHD yes. at a very young age. I think I only realized in the last maybe five years how many of those traits I have. Yeah. And I, and I watch myself even when I work. 
and that. So yeah, but that's off topic of like where it is we a little were. bit. But maybe we could bring that up next time. We could definitely talk about things like that next time for sure. But let's let's so let's go back to teenagers. Okay. So let's talk specifically, like maybe some of the struggles that you know we've. Well, more so you, obviously, in this situation, but others out there as well. Some of our listeners can probably very much relate. So let's talk about some of the situations, some of the things that have come up that um, make us feel, I guess, like we're failing as parents or, you know, that we just don't get it. Yes. Well, every day I'm told that, you know, with mine in particular, that I don't get it. Um, friends, friends is a big one. I remember friends was like my end all be all when I was a teenager. If I didn't have friends, then who was I sitting around alone? And, uh, I struggled with that like my whole life. Um, not actually ever finding real true friends up until my mid thirties, early thirties. So when she comes to me in particular with that, I really struggle. I don't know what to say. I almost get transported back to high school myself and I start panicking and then, you know, it turns into about me and it, that's not what it's about. So that's my struggle right now. Yeah. I, th- I think, I think it's okay to allow yourself to kind of get transported back a little bit without hope. If we can do, and that that's, I think, the challenge is that it can be so traumatizing for us to think back to our own time Absolutely. frames, right? I think that having those conversations with our kids about, you know, being able to relate is important. However, at the same time, as a teenager, I think that they don't give a shit. No, they don't care at all. And, uh, you know, and that they also think that regardless of what happened to you, it's not the same. At it's all. never... Yeah as bad as what is going on in their life at that moment. So true. And I, the way I communicate is you tell me a story. I tell you a story where I can uh, essentially empathize with you or I've experienced the same thing. And that's how I communicate. And that is not how she communicates right now. And I think that the way that you communicate is normal. Like I communicate that way. I think most people do, right? It's, much easier for us to empathize when we can relate from a personal experience. Mm -hmm. And actually at work, like just um, based on some of the stuff that I teach at work, that's one of the things that I teach is empathy. And, and that's what we say is like, Hey, if you have a personal story that fits, then use it. Yes. However, with teenagers. Yeah. No, no, it just doesn't work. And empathy is a, it's it's a, a concept that is hard to grasp as an adult, let alone as a teenager. And for the most part, I think she does pretty good. Yeah, she doesn't quite understand. And I don't quite know how to tone down the the level of empathy and how much of the, her issues to take on. Because as a mom or as a parent, you just want to fix everything. And it, and you're so frustrated that you can't. So, yeah, I uh, that's where I'm at right now with teenagers. Yeah, it's... Uh, I can't say that I miss that stage at all. I experience it a little bit when I hang out with my friends who have the teenagers or I'm around my nephew. Yeah. Um, my niece is not quite there yet. So, you know, I get that, but I only get it in smaller doses. And 
like you said too, it's different for teenagers now than it was when we were kids. It's even different now than it was when my son was a oh, teenager. Oh yeah, for sure. And if I, I can even see the differences between what it's going to look like when my youngest is a teenager as opposed to my oldest. There's definitely, um, and going to school with younger kids, mm-hmm. I can definitely see differences. Yeah, like, I don't know, teenagers, they are probably, I think, one of the most challenging stages. Yeah. And that's exactly it. And, you know, as long as you try your best, <laughs> I'm not sure what else we can hope for. I mean, they say know? there's books, there's advice, and and I get that, but... There's only so many books and so much advice you yeah. can take and, and try. And if it doesn't work, it's just like you have to find your own path. Yeah. Maybe one of the things that we have to look at when we're, when we're communicating with teenagers is how they communicate and how we communicate. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I feel like everybody has their own communication style. And I almost feel like with teenagers, you have to almost... Um, what is it, the term I'm looking at? Emulate. You have to emulate their style. What that's, it is that true. they, how they communicate. Because they don't, they're so, you know, they're not grown enough to understand other styles of communication necessarily. And then right. they'll take it the wrong way in that. Maybe that's what we need to kind of figure out for you with yours. Is what is her communication style? And then how do you emulate that but still be supportive and... yeah guiding and, and well, everything else. I, uh, I I find text messaging, which we've all, I think, mm-hmm. almost regressed back to mm-hmm. typing or, or writing, um, seems to go over better with her. Okay. As opposed to um, just walking around the house. Also, one-on-one. She tends to take a lot more one-on-one. She can be a lot more understanding. Okay. So when it's text messaging, like, you know, would you guys be like in the, in the house together, just on separate floors or it depends. Sometimes we'll be, um, uh, she'll be in school and I'll be in school and we'll text, which we probably shouldn't do, but I don't really care. And sometimes in the house, I tend to go if, if they're in the house, my kids, I tend to go with it. I don't want to rely on, on that. No. And the house isn't really that big to to excuse that. Right. I text a lot with Jacob. Whatever. When he's in that. Jacob's like. But he's, he's totally. Like he's different. He's, like, he's an adult. He's a hermit. Yeah. He's a um, kind of antisocial. He likes to be by himself and, and stuff. And he prefers it that way, right? Yeah, yeah. And I like mean, you he, just said, we have to. We gotta work. Well, on that's him. it. You know, he he will come and talk if I ask him to, but ugh, it's like. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. So that's why I was curious. You know, as to that respect, it's good though they. Um, the one-on-one is good. I think one-on-one is is a great way to have those those types, especially you know with her and you being the only females in the house. Yeah. Right. She she probably feels sometimes that she's outnumbered. I feel she does, yeah. and she's expressed that she feels like she needs to take care of her younger brothers. Mm-hmm. And of course, I I've said like no, that's not your job, but. Uh, but she'll take it on anyways. So uh, there's not much I can really do about that part of it because she's an empath just like me, right? Yes. And that I was just going to say too, I think um, I think both of you being empaths 
can make it even more challenging. Mm. I do, my girlfriend Melanie um, and her son are both empaths as well, and they struggle yeah. as well. Because I pick up so. on, I pick up on everybody's everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's a struggle just to not make it my own. And then when it comes to her, it's like a whole, whole different story. I can easily, not easily, but most of the time I can easily separate myself from other people. Mm -hmm. But with her, it's, she was my first, we were young, we, her and I grew up together. It's, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's it. I think it's, um, I think for, for you too, specifically, it's, it's not even just the teenage thing. It is the connection that you two have, right? Yeah. It, you do have a, a different bond than even, I'd say, even the average mother and daughter, you know, because of the fact that you were young and you did grow up together, essentially, yeah. right? And that's so, so yeah, I think that does make a difference. It's, uh, it was definitely had its benefits. Um, I mean, obviously it's had its downsides, you know, the, not, not early, but early mm -hmm. uh, motherhood, I guess you could say. I don't know. That's a that's another topic we could look at, look at this. They just keep popping out. This is the way it goes, right? Yeah. And I don't honestly think we'll ever find uh, a lack of topics. Probably not. Is there so. a way to ask the general public that are listening? Well, um, we do have our Facebook page. Yes. You can locate us on Facebook if you look up Ginger and Lady Let's Talk. And we would be happy to Absolutely. have comments uh, posted on our page about topics that our listeners would like to hear, for sure. Um, I think that's... It, being new to, newer to podcasting, I, I'm not 100% sure how uh, or if there's options to leave comments, um, you know, anywhere else, like where our podcasts are located, Amazon uh, and Spotify. And that, but I think our Facebook page. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then we'll be, that'll yeah. be easy for us to check too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we love to also know that we actually have listeners. We're like reaching. <laughs> we're re we would love to be reaching people. And that people yeah. uh, want to hear uh, our lovely voices exactly. and what we have to and say. Our, and, and our opinions. <laughs> yes. On, yes. On things. Um, so while we're still on the topic of teenagers, let's talk about her new job. And what happened there? Oh, yes. So. Oh, that's a, that was a doozy. Yeah. So without getting into too much details regarding location. Yes. Um, my daughter has a job at a pizza, well-known pizza chain in an area that is l less than desirable. Um... I mean, there's crime everywhere, and there's not necessarily more crime in this area. It's just, there's a lot of people that she would never have been exposed to. A lot of people with mental health illnesses, um, addictions, live in this area. Not to say that means they're dangerous, but she herself has never had that much contact with those types of people. So, that's a concern of mine, especially if she was working late at night. As she's only 15, I don't feel that she would be anywhere near capable of handling any type of drug or violence or harassment situation on her own. Obviously, there would be an adult there, a manager, but I've heard horror stories. Yeah. And I'm, I'm leery. I'm trying to let go. Um, I joked with my husband that maybe we'll just do, you know, we'll get everybody, all the family, you and... <laughs> 
and you know the other couple of people that I, care I about. need some pizza and, yeah and we'll just do like just rounds yeah every her shifts won't be long so it's not like oh. you know what I'm saying yeah I yeah uh my husband casual check-in exactly right? that's a little bit too helicopter parenting if I could I would I understand the uh the aspect of her needing to be an individual and apart from me and have every like something separate from me but I still feel that need for control and I feel like I will until I don't know well Jacob's 26 and I'm not sure I've let go yet no. so I, just, I get it yeah as a 15 year old I should still be making the, the most of her important decisions regarding those types of things but a couple of her friends work at that location so I'm gonna keep my eye on it and we'll see like I said just because it's not the best area doesn't necessarily mean anything is right. going to happen but you had a conversation with her about this correct and she was not happy mm -hmm. no she did not like the fact that I even mentioned that the area was not great but uh, unfortunately sometimes I have a big mouth and I say things before I just like everybody <laughs> I say things before I actually think about how someone might react to it so yeah and then that affects me because every time I say something, I think I've said it wrong and she tells me I'm wrong and I don't know. Sometimes I'm okay. Sometimes I cry. What can you do? Not much. I mean, that's the thing. So, you know, I know when you, when you messaged me about it and I, you had said one of, like she said that she was already nervous enough and you were making it worse. worse. And that's never our intention as a parent, of course. Right. Um, but I think all parents at some point do that to their kids no Absolutely. matter what because you have the best of intentions we're not them they're not us so we don't know what's going through their head they don't know what's going through ours and like you said sometimes we speak before we really think about it right so and that's it that's the, i think the biggest challenge that we we have as parents sometimes is that we do talk before we think yes well we're so focused on that myself i can only speak for but on the the role as a parent on <clears throat> excuse me what you're expected to do as a parent mm -hmm. so if i'm not fulfilling that role i'm feeling like i'm lacking or i messed up or you know feelings parents have. heck and then when we do fill the role we still feel like we messed exactly. up <laughs> is there really a way that we don't feel like we messed up <laughs> no I, I i've come to terms with like I'm probably going to feel like I feel I like up. if we if we get told by our kids that we're too much or you know we did something wrong then in my opinion that in my eyes that means we did something right because That's true. you know like it means that we've we've done our part of looking after them or warning them or giving advice that they don't want to hear or whatever it is but we can't ruin their lives and hear them talk to us and say, oh, you're wrong, you don't get it, you've ruined my life, you've made it worse. We don't hear those unless we've actually made an effort. Yeah. So I feel like as long as we're hearing those things, then we're, we're doing okay because we're making an effort, yeah, right? Yeah, we're not, we're not out here to be friends, although no. it's, it's good to have some kind of relationship like that. That's not what we're here for, and it can really, uh, I don't know, muddy the waters, I guess. I think personally, like, I feel like the friendship aspect that you get with your parents, can have with your parents, shouldn't and doesn't really come until you're older. Yeah. Like when you're an adult, you know, and you kind of found your way in life in that. I mean, my mom was my best friend for sure. 
Right. Um, I was always really close to her and I was close to her growing up. I would never have said my mom's my best friend when I was 15. No, because that's not cool. And I mean, that. clearly my mom was not my best friend when I was 15. I yeah. had best friends when I was 15. Yeah. I don't have those same friends now, but you know, like the relationship, that best friend relationship when I really considered my mom my best friend was definitely when I was older. Yeah. I had to mature and I don't even think it was like when I hit like my early 20s. I don't even know that it was, you know, even after I became a parent in the first place, I think it was really like almost in my 30s when yeah, I really, sure. really matured enough to really truly value that friendship with my mom. And so and, uh, see them as a person yes, as opposed to just my parent. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's it. And I mean, hopefully, you know, our kids, it doesn't have to be when they're in their 30s, but hopefully not. Um, <laughs> hopefully before then. <laughs> Mine's not far off though, yeah. but, uh, but hopefully they, you know, we can build that relationship with them before then. And but I do believe that when they are growing and, you know, and still maturing and, and that we are not required to be their friend. We are at that point, their parent and, and that we are there to guide them and help them with their rights and wrongs. I have to tell my, my middle guy, my 12 year old that all the time mm -hmm. that I am legally obligated to take care of him because he's pretty sure that if someone would rent him an apartment, he could leave. Oh, right wow. now. Okay. Yeah. You, so. you know what? Maybe we should. Uh, I, I mean, I've got the spare room. Yeah, we could give it a shot. Yeah, we could give it a rent, shot. Right? He can. Pay, he has to pay rent. Yeah. Absolutely. He has yeah. to pay rent. Everybody in this house pays rent. So yeah. you know, if he, if he can figure out a way, that he can pay rent, then you know he can come live with me for a while. He is an entrepreneur, that boy. Like well, that, he yes. does find many different business opportunities but he's 12 right so yes. <laughs> he gets distracted easily yes if you need to ship him off this summer maybe for a little while like a test run you yeah. know like of him just like hey yeah. you you, you think you like? can you you think you can do it Make okay meals. here you go you're going to live with aunt jen uh you know you have she's your own place your she's not gonna do nothing for you nope. you gotta do your own laundry cook your meals buy your groceries like you gotta do all this stuff He's going to be, uh, he's, I don't know. Yeah. He's a whole, he, he could be a whole series of uh, podcasts. Oh yeah. That's, that's very true. That's very true. Yeah. I guess we're, we're pretty much at time anyways yeah. for, for this episode. Knock so. that one out of the park we did. Yeah. I guess we'll, uh, we'll head off for now. We hope that you enjoyed our, uh, our teenage episode. Yes. <laughs> and we'll be back with more. Bye. Bye. Bye.